the best of all is God is with us. Hey guys, this is Jeremy, and this is the Living Unleashed podcast. Uh, the podcast that uh, you're going to be listening to here in just a moment is the message I shared on Facebook Live on Sunday, March the 22nd, 2020, uh, the first Sunday that we were under a shelter-in-place or- order um, and how to do worship online. And uh, I just want to share this with you with this encouragement that God is with us. Let's listen together. All right, Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Hear the word of the Lord this morning. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River and into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be very strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this, the reading of your holy word. And I ask, O Lord, that in these next few moments, that the words of my mouth, and the meditations of all of our hearts would be pleasing and acceptable to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. You know, in Scripture, there are about a hundred direct references that commands us to not fear or do not be afraid. It is actually the most repeated command in all of Scripture. When you add to that all the many other commands and promises in Scripture that imply that we are not to fear, you easily get up to over 365, as many commentators have noted, enough for to have one for every day of the year to remind us to not be afraid, to not be fearful. Uh, and it's not just an invitation I mean, it's a command. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Now, prior to this pandemic, we were already a very fearful country. Um, If you look at the prescription data, you find that prescriptions 
for anxiety and depression medicines have have just continued to be on an ongoing rise. As a matter of fact, in the United States, we prescribe more anxiety and depression medicines per capita than any other country in the entire world. Even with all of the blessings we have, all of the resources that we have, um, we're still very fearful and very anxious. And that's only gone up since this pandemic has started. I mean, that is, I'm sure that has just increased exponentially, even though there's no data out there yet uh, to demonstrate that. I, I think it just, uh, uh, it's just, it's just blown up. But there's, we don't have to be fearful. Why? Because you and I, we have hope. We have hope. And here's why. Because God is with us. You see, paired with many of those commands to not be afraid is also the promise God is with us. That the reason that you and I are not to be fearful is because we have God. God is right here. He is with us. And so just like in this passage here with Joshua, Joshua is getting ready to take on a huge task. He is going to lead the people of Israel into the promised land. And he has watched as an assistant to Moses for years. He has watched and seen how the people of Israel have treated their leader. Um, it's not been an easy task. Moses was oftentimes overwhelmed. Um, he was oftentimes overcome with and with with worry and trying to figure things out. Um, as a matter of fact, he was working himself to the bone until he was advised uh, by uh, by a friend to to um, um, you know delegate and get rid of some of the work because he was trying to do too much. Uh, Joshua's seen it, and he's seen that the, you know the people have not always been easy to lead, and not only that, they have a huge task laying ahead of them. Uh, in taking the promised land. It's, this isn't a, a vacation or a walk in the park. It's battle. And and he's leading a group of people that have been in the middle of the desert for all this time, and they are not battle-trained. They're not battle-hardened. As a matter of fact, um, there's no indication that they have a, a whole lot of, of uh, um weapons to even go into battle with at this point. And so this is not going to be an easy task. And it, the days that lie ahead of Joshua are not going to be simple. It's going to take a lot of faith. But God tells him, do not be afraid, because as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never, never leave you nor forsake you. And what a promise we have. You know, we live right now in, I mean, we lived in days that were already difficult. And, I mean, it just seems like, I mean, over here over the last few weeks before this coronavirus hit, I mean, we've been praying for our country and our leaders and upcoming elections and and just we've been praying for how unsettled things had been in our country. And now we have this and we didn't even know what unsettled was back then, um, you know, and back then being two or three weeks ago. Um, we didn't even know what unsettled was, and now we're really unsettled uh, in ways we never dreamt possible or dreamt would ever happen to us here in this place. But, you know, we are unsettled at this time, And uh, um, but God says, don't be afraid. Why? Because I'm with you. I won't leave you. I will not forsake you. And we don't have to just look at Joshua. I mean, all of Scripture is 
filled with the stories of people who faced um, unsurmountable uh, um, circumstances and tasks, but managed to do them not because they were um, just awesome and amazing people, although I think many of them were, but even that, even if they were, the tasks they faced were greater than that. And they did it because God was with them. I mean, just think of some of those folks, Noah, Joseph, Moses, David, Elijah, Daniel, Peter, Paul. I mean, and the list could go on. I mean, those are just some of the, the biggest and most well-known names. We, we could mention so many others that acted in faith and trust in God, and, and they did it because God was with them, and they trusted that, and they knew that. And, and they led like that, and they accomplished things that no one could have imagined because of who they are. I mean, because of who they were in God and who God is and how God was acting in their lives. When I think about this, this, this promise that God is with us, um, I remembered the scene around John Wesley's death. Um, John Wesley died at the age of 87 uh, after having preached more than 40,000 sermons and having traveled over 250,000 miles on horseback. Uh, that's a lot of miles on the back of a horse. But man, he had gone and he had given of his life, but he died at the age of 87. And, and in his final days as friends and family gathered around him, um, he, he just really couldn't uh, speak very clearly. They struggled. Even those who knew his voice struggled uh, to hear and understand what he had to say until the final moment. And I want to read you this. This is a um, reflection on John Wesley's final days uh, from a journal by um, a friend who is uh, Betsy, uh, Betsy Ritchie. And it says this, some of those who were most used to hearing John Wesley's dying voice would be able to interpret his meaning. But though he strove to speak, we were still unsuccessful, finding we could not understand what he said. He paused a little, and then with all the remaining strength he had cried out, that he had, he cried out, the best of all is this. God is with us. And then as if to assert the faithfulness of our promise-keeping Jehovah and comfort the hearts of his weeping friends, lifting up his dying arm in token of victory and raising his feeble voice with a holy triumph not to be expressed, again repeated the heart-reviving words, the best of all is this, God is with us. I can't imagine the scene standing around John Wesley's bed at that time. But when a man who has given his life to the Lord as John Wesley had, a man who had um, uh, ridden all those miles, preached all those sermons, read through the scripture more times than you and I could ever count uh, and probably ever hope to, um, in all of that, in all of that, 
when he was had that last moment, that last moment with his dying breath, could say anything he wanted. I mean, he could express anything that he wanted. And this is what he thought it most important to leave with those who were around his bed. The best of all is this. God is with us. That's the message of hope that you and I have right now. The best of all is this. God is with us. As he has been with Moses and Noah and Joshua and Joseph and Daniel and David and Elijah and Peter and Paul and all the other uh, great cloud of witnesses that we have here within the scriptures. As he was with them, so he is with us. When Jesus was leaving the disciples there at the end of um, Matthew's gospel, the most important thing he thought to tell them was, and remember this, I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. As a matter of fact, Jesus' name was to be Emmanuel, which means God with us. The best of all is this, God is with us. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that powerful? Is, isn't that just what, such a wonderful promise? And we can rest in that today. As you reflect today uh, on all that, who, of all of who God is and just continue to give him your worship, I invite you to remember that that's the best there is. God is with us. And he is with us always because he's promised to, to be. He's promised to never leave us, to never forsake us. And so he remains to be with us here today and always. Let us pray together. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for your presence. And I thank you, Lord, that you are with us always. And that you are with us right now in the midst of this uh, um, pandemic and in the midst of whatever else that we were already facing in our lives that perhaps this pandemic has actually made worse that you're with us no matter what the consequences are that come from this pandemic uh, in our lives. And and we just thank you. We praise you. And, And we just give you all the glory and the honor that you so richly deserve. I ask, oh God, that you would instill within our hearts that peace that comes from knowing you are there. And that we would rest in you. And that we would share that good news with the rest of the world because you are God, and we worship you, and we exalt you both now and forevermore. Amen.